everybody. Welcome back to We, we Got, Got this, this or Do We? Do We? We're so happy to have you here and I'm going to put my phone on silent so you don't hear that <laughs> that buzzing happening. Yes. Today our episode is about female, female friendships. friendships. And we say this as we're looking across at each other. Although I'm going to position with loving myself, eyes, with loving eyes, because damn, we have such admiration and love for for one another. Uni and I do. Yeah. Uh, we it's, didn't introduce ourselves. Hey, it's Allie. It's Uni. Great, cool. Now you I know think what by our, now they know. Now you are. know what our voices sound maybe. like. Maybe, maybe or this, maybe this is your first one. Yeah. Which welcome. We're the we got this ladies. So this is a topic that we really wanted to get into because, like we said, we really we have a, a deep, deep, deep respect for each other. And I think that we're lucky we've known each other for 10 plus years yeah. now at this point, uh, which I think is really unique and really special, especially as you start getting up there in, in age. age. <clears throat> You but, know each other for a decade. Yes. And it's it's interesting how the lines of communication have been or the lanes of communication have been opened in ways that where we are able to give ourselves the opportunities to speak freely or the platforms to speak freely within the relationship. And to not just be ourselves around each other, but to really lift each other up. Yeah, that support. I think, you know, I wasn't expecting, I never imagined that our friendship could be where it is right now. And we'll talk a little bit about how we got really close. But I think in just starting this podcast, for Uni and I together as co-host of this podcast, but also individually, we have just risen to new levels and have lifted, literally have lifted lifted each other up. And we're doing things that both of us have wanted to do and have dreamed about and we're tackling them now. And I really think that is a big part of our friendship. Yeah, it really is. And it's funny how the what brought us together was our lows. Mm hmm. Absolutely. We were both going through a low place, and from my perspective, I feel like Uni was handling her low so much better than me. (sighs) She was, even in a low place, Uni was this, like, bright, shining light in my life and gave me pep talks, walking home in the freezing cold, running home in the pouring rain. Over lots and lots of wine, over lots of cooked meals together. Just we really channeled into each other. Yeah, a in few a time years where we ago. both needed it. And I know you say that you thought that I had handled it so gracefully, but <laughs> I, I know I know you were going. I through wasn't. It too, girl. I wasn't feeling that way. But during that time, I, I mean, let's just put it out there. We came together at a time where we both were going through. Breakups. Breakups. Yeah. And we connected on that. And granted that we had different situations. Totally different situations. Totally different situations. But we were we both actually were living with our exes and 
we and we weren't happy to, ultimately yeah, ultimately we were unhappy so that commonality brought us together and being being strong enough to make that decision exactly to say this isn't okay for me this isn't okay for us anymore we need to move yeah. on from this relationship and to have a friend a girlfriend that was there going through the same thing to show us things like oh what is therapy what is meditation spending time together cook like you said what cooking. is self-care yeah. self-care what is that and what is what is a strong female friendship and i think i just want to go back i'm so glad you said therapy and meditation too because yeah. Let's. This is a whole nother conversation, but I go to therapy every week, and I think there is such a stigma around seeing a therapist. Yes, there is. Whether you so go much. for a short period of time mm-hmm. or or a long period of time, mm-hmm. I've been seeing my therapist for a few years now, and even if I feel like I don't need it, I go. She happens to be female as well. Yeah. She's definitely not my friend. She is my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> there have been no blurred lines. Um, but you, I think we supported each yeah, other in I that. I definitely had my own thoughts on what therapy was. And in, in my culture, in Hispanic culture, in African-American culture, therapy is frowned upon. It's like you're, you had, there's something wrong with you. You're and weak. You don't share that. If you are going to therapy, you don't share that you're going to it. And, yeah, it shows a sign of weakness. And it's always been a thing to carry your problems on your own. On your own. And that's – and not really have anyone to talk to about it. So, And if we learned anything, it was that – No, that's not – You don't have to work. do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. That's a choice. And we talked about therapy a lot during that time. We talked about meditation. We both used this app called Headspace. Headspace. And now there are so many apps for meditation. And I, I still use Headspace from time to time. And I had it for a year. You did great. I loved it. Yeah. Whether you find, yeah, I would like to have a more dedicated, again, this can be a whole nother episode, but I would like to have a more dedicated meditation practice. I don't right now, but I do go back to it and use it as a tool. And I think that's, that's an, an, a myth about meditating is really, there's so much freedom in meditation, whether you use it for a period of time to help you through something specific or it's something that's a daily practice. Um, and I think I wouldn't have found these things if you and I didn't have each other at that time to talk about them. To talk them. about these things, yeah. To talk about our issues and to be comfortable with each other in that. So that brought our friendship to a whole nother level. And then from there, it's been we – had, we had a friendship. We had, you know, like a – Whenever we would see each other, great to see each other, we would catch up. But now it's become uni is part of my daily life. And we also live in Astoria. To, <laughs> I ride my bike. We're neighbors, which is really special, super special as well. There's something to say about having your friends in close proximity to you in, in terms of like just being able to walk like as, as, your, as your neighbors. Because living in New York City, I never had the opportunity to live so close to so many friends, and that totally changed my happiness living Absolutely. in this city. Because a lot of—I still have a lot of friends that don't live in Astoria. I have plenty, 
living in other boroughs between the Bronx and Manhattan and Brooklyn. And it's very hard for us to schedule that time in. But when you live together, if you if you work on having your friends and your community together, I just encourage that because, you know, it's going to just up your 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 happiness that much your more. support your system su- yeah your support thank you your support system yeah that's why i moved back to a story i was living in brooklyn for yeah a period of time and i just couldn't wait to move back to a story because yes i love the community at large but my people are here and they were a part of my daily life and i felt like i was living with my boyfriend at the time in brooklyn he more of his friends were in Brooklyn, but I made the point one day of of saying, but I see my friends on the regular and it's not bad that you don't, but you don't see your friends regularly. Yeah. And that's part of my daily life that that brings me true happiness. That human contact. Right. Yeah. You need it. Like isolation is I haven't met anyone that really enjoys isolation to that degree actually no i have but you can be introverted and truly be cool on your own but a lot of a lot of the people that i know that have kind of been on their own and have come out of my life if they've they've been my friends and they remove themselves from my life or just from being social at all, it's because of a deeper Yeah, it's a purpose. deeper yeah. purpose. From, from our experiences right. when we've dealt with people who like to isolate themselves. But that's I've not always found, the case. Yeah, I've, I've always found that there there's a deeper issue, but I'm not going to assume that's everyone's experience. Right. So... With that, we wanted we wanted to give you a little bit more insight into our friendship, and you know, I think Uni and I have a lot of the of similar interests, so it's easy for us to be friends because we like to do a lot of the same things. Yeah, as you learned on the uh, a little glimpse on the top ten date idea episode. <laughs> that episode was so fun. That was really fun. <laughs> but we, you know, we've spent many a night together going out dancing cooking at each other's apartments, talking about working out and eating yeah. healthy and music. And so... Yeah, I'd say we have a, an extremely healthy relationship, a really healthy friendship where we don't... Our number one source of um, whenever we're together, we're not doing toxic things. Like we're right. always doing things that are good for us. Right. And sometimes it's hard to tell, I think, for people, some of their friends... They may not be the best friends for you because every time you hang out with them, you may be doing things that are actually not good for you. That aren't in line with who you are and what you believe in. So with talking about toxicity, is that the right word? Yeah, that's definitely Toxicity, toxicity. So let's get into, we wanted to talk about some of the myths about female friendships and misconceptions There's so many but also some of the things that are actually real about some qualities of female friendships and these are things that we have talked about together but also have gotten some feedback um and have had some thoughts shared by some people that are close in our lives yeah. by friends and family and so the first one that has come up a lot is 
Cattiness. Cattiness. <laughs> that was you like that sound effect. Kala. I was waiting for it. I knew you had one, so that's why I paused. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew that Uni had a real oh, life sound I always got to give y'all a sound effect. Every and episode. you should have seen the claw that came along with it. My Black Panther claw. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> but yeah, cattiness is definitely a misconception. Not not necessarily a misconception because it's definitely Because it happens. There. It happens. It's, yeah, it's there. It for sure happens. And so I guess my my response when someone said female friendships you guys are so catty and i was like wait 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 like that's not my experience i don't i guess as an adult yes of course in school in high school middle school like you were dealing with cattiness because you had no choice you were surrounded by those people you didn't get to choose who you hung out with but as an adult i do not surround myself with people that would be especially with women that that are catty yeah that makes me feel not good. It's like an ick feeling. No. Have okay. you dealt with that in your adult life? Um, or do you feel similarly like you yeah. don't? Yeah. I mean, I've found myself. I don't know if this is actually me being catty, but I had an experience where I had a female, a friend that I thought was a woman that I thought was a friend and she had this is an interesting story to tell so okay <laughs> bear, I'm, like, I'm like debating if I want to if I want to share this with you bear all. with us but this woman um took it upon herself to hang out with an ex of mine and I had helped her in getting a gig or whatever and just like as the relationship had like finished like right in the end she had like shown up with my ex and I I was a little catty about it I'm like what are you doing why are you hanging out you're supposed to be my friend but you had a conversation with her I ended up not having a conversation oh you didn't I didn't so that's where the did you give her a vibe oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I definitely gave her all the vibes. Got it. And then my friends gave her vibes, too. Got it. (laughs) I think that there's something... Okay, so you were feeling something. You ultimately decided not to talk to her about it. Okay, you were giving her a vibe. Let's talk about the friends giving vibes, too. That is such a hard thing, because I... like. But people people would define that as cattiness, for sure. absolutely. And I... My gut reaction is like, you got to tell your girlfriends not to do that. But there are situations where something, my friend has been wronged and I will see the person who did the wronging and I, but I don't think it's catty. I don't really, it's a gentleman in this situation or maybe not a gentleman, a male person. And I just don't acknowledge him when I see him. Is that catty? Uh, you know, like I'm not being rude. I'm not like I'm not I'm not vibing him or staring at him. I guess I'm vibing him in a way. Oh, yeah. Like, you're, you're like, I'm not acknowledging your presence. I'm not acknowledging like, you. I'm not fucking with Is you. Is that catty? Like, 
I don't, man, I don't know. I don't know. That's, why, that's why I'm telling the story, too. Like, is that catty? Like, if a lot of maybe a guys would probably look at that and be like, yeah, that's catty. But For sure, also, you're in ter- caddy, territorial, territorial, et cetera, et cetera. I think there is a line, and it's hard to— But there's to- a line where, like, you, where you feel if you're being disrespected or, like, or you feel like, yo, friends don't do that to each other. So that's, that's like, the, the other side of it, you know? Like, I think I when— when people, at least my perception was when people say, oh, you guys are so nasty to each other and catty to each other, it's it's responding to extreme. Like, for example, let's give this example that just happened in your kitchen. I'm going to come up to you and I was talking really close to you in his face and I oh, yeah. spit on her nose. <laughs> <laughs> And a catty situation would be if Uni was like, what the fuck? Like, okay. why did you like, spit on oh, me? No, why are you talking about her? Why are you, why are you all up in my face? Oh, you got a problem with me? You spit on me? Why you spit on me? The Jerry Springer. Which, the Jerry Springer, which I guess happens in real life. Again, I don't yeah, surround no. myself with, with women. To, yeah, we don't try to put that in. We don't try to put ourselves in that those situations, right? And I think that if you are a woman that reacts that way, this is my therapist speaking. I feel like the root of that is something bigger than that situation. Like, why are you so unhappy that you're reacting to someone in that yeah, way? It's, it's maturity, right? Totally, it's maturity, and I think as we are getting older and exiting our twenties, half five. Yay. Well, I'm no longer in my 20s, but. I'm looking to uni for guidance when I leave my 20s. <laughs> Don't worry. You got this. <laughs> or do I? I love, I, love, I love my train of thought. Oh, as we get older, um, our relationships, we don't, our maturity grows and. The women that we surround ourselves with. Our relationships should mature. mature. Yeah, they, they go, they, mature. they grow along with that. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I think if you're seeing catty behavior, I think the best thing you can do is don't engage in it, don't give it attention, and don't encourage it. Yeah, try to nip it in the bud. The nip bud. it in the I bud. Remember, I remember you texted me and you were like, I thought that. for you, Up until last year, <laughs> my dad corrected me. So I a lot of times don't know like the saying for something or the word for something. So I just make it up what I think it should be. So I thought the saying was nip it in the butt. <laughs> just nip it B-U- in the butt. <laughs> B-U-T-T, which makes sense. Nip it in the butt. And no. End it. Nip then it in I, the butt. Then, then I then went on to... Uh, I Nip used, it in the bud, I used the Googles. Everybody. I used the Googles. <laughs> and oh, did the you? To, um, <laughs> yeah, to, I looked up nip where nip, the origins of nip it in the bud, bud means. It's it's like when you, when a plant is growing and you, to cut their growth off, you cut the buds off. You don't want it before, to grow Before it grows, it continues to grow. Like a catty relationship. Yeah. So there we back. go. We coming, we're coming back around. Yes. We're coming back Sorry. around. Digression. No, that was good. <laughs> we connected it. So. But, uh, yeah, I, I know that other stereotypes are in uh, female friendships are like a lot of manipulation, Superficial backstabbing. I mean, I guess I I come to think of that movie, um, 
Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Which is now a musical performance, a musical, a musical. theatrical show. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of the words right there. Um, I've heard it's good. Mean Girls, man, Tina Fey, what a genius. Yeah. That was written about her real life experiences. That's insane. Right? Too I mean, bad we don't have Tina Fey it's here right not, now. She would have I would a lot love to, say. to interview her about female friendships. And walking through the door is Tina Oh my god, Tina Fey. Fey's Tina. here, guys. Welcome, Tina Fey. Tina, yes. I'm so happy you came. Yay. Thank you for having me. Just kidding, she's not here. <laughs> but I'm sure she would have a lot of interesting interesting things to say about this. And of course the movie is exaggerated. But I think right crazy shit happens to teenage girls and thank goodness you know what you said about being mature you hope that you do mature and you do grow as a person and mm-hmm. then that also affects your female relationships yeah, and you can't always assume that people are going to be mature right or handle another myth we talked about is that women can't handle conflict and we were discussing how women are are emotional beings. We are in tune with our emotions. We're in tune with the planet and the vibrations. And the stars. The stars and the sun and the moon as we are able to bear children Mm -hmm. in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Channeling some Cardi B. Oh, (laughs) that was great, Yunz. All right. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, I think we're we're more in tune with our emotions and we can yeah. because of that we can sympathize and we can empathize. And you and I both talked about how sometimes we feel like we feel the weight of the world of those energies and those yeah, emotions. We were, yeah, we were just talking about this. And I think that's a beautiful thing, but I think that it comes back to okay, you can feel that way, but remember that that is those things are not your life. And women, I think, can get boggled down by that. And yeah. because of that, they they have emotional reactions. Yeah, that's definitely an issue that I that I myself have. Excuse me. Um, so it's real life. It's not. Yeah, enough. I have a, a tendency to be a little bit too empathetic and take on other people's, someone else's someone emotions, else's emotions and problems. And I tend to do that in my friendships sometimes. And. You don't need to do that because, and I deal with this too, and it's something that I work a lot, um, I I work on it in therapy and realizing, you know, you're going to have your own shit, you -hmm. know? Yeah. You're going to have your own, like, downs. And so just because a friend is down or a family member is down or parts of your relationship are down, like, you, you don't have to embody that. Right. And then the other side of that is, thank God you have friends that you can unload your issues with. And Absolutely, just, in just a non-judgmental. Yeah, I mean, environment. All, a lot of my friends, I utilize them for just that ear, and I expect them to do that to me too, and they do, as you do, and et cetera. How have your expectations changed as you have? come into womanhood uni your expectations of your of your of your friendships my expectations are that i'm going to 
I expect my friends to be there when I when I need them, and that because I know that I'm going to do that. Are you good you know? at? Sometimes you can just tell, but are you good at asking for it when you need it? Yeah, I think so. I was thinking about that too. Of like, for example, if you had like a show to go to, and if you really wanted me to go, you would openly say, "Hey, I really want you to go to this." Not like, "Oh, make it if you can." Like, I feel like we we are good at that. Um, you know, you know. I think it depends on the closeness. Yeah, you bring up a good point. I think I have, I do have a lot of friends. I do. So I, my, I don't expect a lot from people in that way when I invite people to things. So I'll have I'll have a bag of friends and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to ask this person if they can't go, then I'll ask this person. That. And Or I have a tendency to like be able to fit the right person with the right Situation. situations. It's because I know, I know my friends. I do know, I know them. But in times of like of a need, like if I had... No, not, a, not an event, just like... Right. Like if I had a, if it was like something important to you, like it was your gig, a big gig, or like if I had a big race coming up, um, I think that I'm still getting comfortable saying like, yes, I want you to be there. Mm, Yeah. Because I also, I guess we both have very supportive families at the same time. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's innate. But I think that I think I'm not sure if this is a female myth or people in general being comfortable when demand making demands and saying, no, I need this right now. And of course, respectful and appropriate demands. But as we get older and these friendships are going to they are already running deep. They're going to continue to run deep. Yeah. And. I guess that's on the top of my mind because it's something that I was thinking I'd, I'd like to be better at than saying. and But also recognizing yeah. when it's okay. Like, I didn't go to your 30th birthday celebration mm-hmm. this past year because my one of my sisters was in town. She was in the Peace Corps. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to see her often. And... She and I needed some sister time, and I think I felt worse about this than you did. I came to you and I said, "Hey, my little sister is going to be in town. We need. Yeah, we're going to go out that. for dinner." And you were like, "No, that's cool. Like it's family." And like, you know, I'm sure there was a little bit of you that was disappointed. Yeah, I'm speaking for you, I do remember. But- I remember. Um, it's. I remember feeling like upset about it, but I know that you were upset about it too. Yeah, I was. But then. But then really this is it. actually I never actually told you that it like it did I was really really upset but I didn't but the fact that you were upset about it too you know I I knew that it was honest you know what I mean Wow And that's a beautiful thing and I appreciate you telling me right now <laughs> in front of everyone in front of everybody <laughs> But I think this is again what I want to sh- we yeah. wanted to show this dynamic mm-hmm. In that we can be honest with each other. And so I didn't know that Uni was upset about it at the time. And she decided at the time when it was her birthday to not say that because mm-hmm. Uni knew that I needed this sister time. She knew that I felt bad about it. And so I think. Yeah, and I felt like it wasn't worth our our friendship to like be 
to let it ruin our friendship. And how big of like, you... That's, that's really whack. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think at this point, too, when you when it's a close friend, like, it would have to be a really huge thing. Yeah. Not, like, missing a birthday to end a friendship. Mm-hmm. And... I appreciate that you were selfless and you knew that I was having a hard time with it mm-hmm. and that you let me go through it because, yeah, I knew that you weren't like, even though you told me it's cool, like that still sucks that your friend isn't going to mm-hmm. be there for a big birthday and you both want to be there. But I think, yeah, that, and which goes back around to your point, I think, because when do you feel comfortable with telling a friend that you need them? Right. Right. That's so. And I felt I felt uncomfortable even telling you that I was going to choose to have sister time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe if you and I also would have been totally cool if you had said, hey, I get that. But if you can make it, I'd really appreciate mm-hmm. it. But again, you were being selfless because you knew how important the sister time was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Because family, man, family. Right. I and there was, it. Yeah, there I got it more, in, in, there's yeah. more to the story um, that I'm not going to share, but uni was aware of it. Yeah. And so that's why, maybe that's why you also didn't make, the, you didn't make exactly. the choice to say, Hey, exactly. I act, I want you to be there. Exactly. I think that, um, and then we're here. And then we're here. So I'm like, I'm trying to put all my thoughts together. I'm so overwhelmed with happiness right now. Um, I think that really a lot of things go back to communication and learning how to communicate with each other and also learning when it's okay to not say anything like this yeah. situation. And when some things are better left unsaid, that's that's kind of true. And f- and forgive and be understanding because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're just human. We're just human. And exactly. sometimes we'll have feelings that we don't even agree with in ourselves. We have the feeling and we're like, why do we have this feeling? And sometimes we have the feeling we're like, oh, like that's, you know – for example, we were talking about jealousy. Yeah. I think people oh, see jealousy. People see jealousy as a negative thing. And I think it can be negative if you let it grow and grow and turn into something that's out of control. But I spoke to two girlfriends, one being uni um, and one being another very close friend of mine. Um, and they both had jealousy stories within female friendships, but in two different ways. Yeah. Do you want to talk about ours? first yeah so i was talking to uni about a date that i had been on and Mm -hmm. it was a really good day and i was really excited about it and And i was like oh my gosh i'm I'm like kind of jealous but in a and i i that those are the exact words i said i'm like i'm jealous but in a good way like it's so exciting and i'm happy for you because i also want the same for myself i want that that good date and ultimately and uni and i both would like to find we're both single right now and we we both want to have that those good, life partner yeah, eventually exactly it's not like it's not like oh i need it now no it's not top priority it's got to be right the now. right one it's got to be the right one it's got to be the time. right time but the fact that i could share and and uni saying oh that made me a little jealous i didn't feel at all like 
oh no, I can't share this with Uni anymore because she's gonna be she's gonna be jealous and not have my best interests or give me any. Right, and she's Fruits. and I don't want to make uni feel badly about yeah, it. Yeah, because that goes along with it. Yeah. And and I think that can be confusing mm-hmm. because when women feel or people feel that little jealousy in them, they think, "Oh God, that ha- that's wrong." And I think the best thing you can do is openly say it to your friend, right? Like we did in this situation, and it felt good. And and I feel like I had, excuse me, I feel like. <laughs> There was a lot going on in that one moment. I don't know if you heard what was going on, but I had a little burp, you guys, and then I hit a microphone, and oh my goodness, <laughs> you probably heard nothing. So I think it was a really, it was a really beautiful moment that, oh yeah, there's that little jealousy because this is something that we both would like to yeah. have. Um, and I've been in situations too where you've, you know, reverse situation. Went on this date. I had this really fun time. Time, or I went to this really cool concert, or whatever. Right. Whatever that moment was. And you had it, and you'd been like, oh, I'm jealous. But I know you're not like, ew. You went, and I'm jealous. Why didn't you bring me? You have to bring me. And that's also in terms of, so not dates, but experiences. Mm -hmm. Because we have similar likes we both like to do very similar things and and so i think there have been times in like you'll have a good night out and i'll feel like oh like i wish i was there too <laughs> right but, like that time i remember there was one time you went out with um Kristen and you guys like had this that's amazing my roommate time. and yeah. i was like oh i wish i could have gone both my roommates were there but it yeah. was like right. i wasn't angry that i wasn't there right it's like we we like our time together, but it's also okay to not spend every waking moment and have every experience together. Yeah. I think that when women find this camaraderie together, they they have a tendency of of wanting that, of wanting to do everything together, especially in younger uh, friendships yeah. when you when you're a little baby. Fo- positive FOMO, <laughs> right? Exactly, it's positive FOMO. I like that. Let's coin that. FOMO. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. <laughs> I have trouble with those acronyms too. <laughs> I posted one on, speaking of lady friendships, my dear friend Tisha, she's my workout buddy and has turned real life friend and just goddess in my life. I posted on Instagram stories L O M L. L O. ML. Yeah, I was like, what, you is, know what that? that is No, I saw it. I was like, what my is baby that? sister taught me that one. Felice, what's up? <laughs> hey, girl. It's love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell is L-O-M-L? Love of my life. Lamo. <laughs> Lady friend. Damn. Love of my life. Uh, I have many loves of my life, and and they're all my I lady saw, friends. I was wondering. I saw that today. I'm like, so glad I knew that. that, and you didn't. It took me. <laughs> it took me. I was going to say years. It took me months to know. SMH. Shake my shake head. my head. I love that one. Um, I use that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it took. I just used it for the first time in a text message, and I actually noted it. Okay, getting off topic. The other jealousy situation that I that I discussed with a good friend of mine is. She gets feelings of jealousy or just 
general anxiousness or icky feelings is when her friends partake in something that changes the dynamic of her and that friend's relationship. For example, a relationship. Say her close friend all of a sudden has a boyfriend or has a girlfriend. Well, you know that to some extent, especially as we're older and we're prioritizing our romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. that is going to change the dynamic, whether it's that person is now going to bring along their partner to most of the the hangout time that you have or whether your friend is going to have less time available to give to that friendship. Um, and so it's not about with uni and I, it's like, oh, we want that thing. Eventually we want that same thing. With this friend, it wasn't that she desires to have that relationship. No, it was the fact that she was felt like she's going to lose. It, it was changing the dynamic, change the dynamic of, of her friendship. Of and friendship. then the same thing, it doesn't have to be a relationship, a friend moving, a friend moving out of town, you know, taking, yeah, pursuing another weird. job opportunity. Right. It's not that she's jealous of the move itself. She's feeling upset about... The relationship relationship changing changing in a negative way. Right. To her. In a negative way. In a negative way being like, oh, that friend is not going to be around as much. And I think that's where we have to – I have been in situations like that too. That's a scary place. Yeah, that's a scary place. It's a scary place. You can go down a a deep dark hole. And I – the way that it's helped me is I change my mindset about the friendship. And I'm not saying that I devalue or I think of the friendship any less. And I'm really speaking in terms of my female friendships. But I say, okay – this person has a partner and this partner is important to them. So if that partner is coming now with us to all of our dinners or hangouts or whatever, then this person must be my friend's partner must be important enough in their life that they want me to know them as well and have a friendship with them as well. Right. And fuck yes. That's awesome. That's exactly. great. I'm so happy for my friend if that's the case. Right. And I think I think what... um I want to add to that is it's it's trying not to go down the path of where it hardens your heart um, towards the friendship. And yes, you like you said, adjusting, adjusting your mindset. So and focusing and on expectations. the fact. Yeah. And the focusing on the fact that like, oh, I care about my friend's happiness. So whatever what makes them happy is going to make me happy for them. And that's that's what I try to think about. Or like like you gave the example of a friend moving. And some people may take that as like, oh, they're moving and I'm never going to see them again. So they're not going to be – that person may not be happy for them. Instead of saying like this move is going to be good for them and put them in the direction that they want to go in their life and they want, they've always wanted to be in this place. So I'm going to be happy for them. Right. And, and not – like I said, not let it harden your heart. And, Absolutely. Because that's not energy you need and that is going to weigh on you. Yeah. And then it affects your the, the rest of the time that you might have be spending with them and you may be a little bit snippier with them or sure and then you – and then things and start to mean. pile up and then you start to be mean and then the French – next thing you know, your friendship's over. And it's affecting your friendship. Exactly. And that's where cattiness – that's where that comes cattiness in. comes in. And remembering that we're all human and we're all just trying to do the best we can. Exactly. Is will make a world of difference. Yeah. I think on saying that, and I love the way that you presented and made that point. 
uni. That was beautiful. (laughs) But I think it's a whole nother and maybe we won't even get down this path because it's a whole nother thing is if you don't if you truly at your core do not like the partner or you truly at your core think that the move is a bad idea for your friend. Then you have to decide if you say something, if you don't say something, if you do say something, how do you say it? If you don't say something, is that going to be more negative energy in your life? Yeah. Then? So, it, yeah, so that's it. A, also that's depends on thing. on how deep your relationship is. Because I've Absolutely. had instances where, like, can you even say something? Yeah, and I've had instances where, like, hey, listen, um, I'm concerned for you. You're my friend, and I and I want you to my your happiness is what is my is my concern or my best interest in, in our relationship. So I'm going to let you know what I think, but no matter, no matter what, regardless, I'm going to be here for you. Ding, 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 ding. No that's, matter what, I'm going to be here. I'm not going anywhere. And that's, that's I think huge. that's when you, when you can say something. That's huge. If you really feel, feel like that. Yeah. I think that a big adult lesson I've learned is that, you can't control someone's actions, nor should you want to. And you can give to and for those friendships, those those relationships that it's appropriate to say something. You can say, hey, yeah. I disagree with you on this thing because of X, Y and Z. And even if your friend disagrees with you and decides to take different action than you have told them that you think they should, you are still there for them. Mm-hmm. And you don't and you don't bring any you truly do not bring any judgment into it. My best friend and my relationship, this is the first friendship and relationship period I learned this lesson with her. Mm. Hey Maddie girl, how you doing? <laughs> I learned the lesson of of um speaking your truth and being able to be honest, truly, truly honest with your friend and 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 on understanding that it's not coming from a malicious place. Your close friends, you should not ever, ever, ever think, was that action or was that language towards me malicious? Because if it is, then that person is not your friend. Yeah. And so... So having that understanding, like my, I know all of my my close friends, they would never be malicious towards me on purpose. So I think when someone comes to you and says something that you may not agree upon, you know, right. downright, it it's not you. malicious. It's not malicious. So you can get over those feelings of being. Um, right. What's the word? But it doesn't defensive. Mean that, yeah. But it defensive. also doesn't take away the fact that if you are hurt, like you're still you're allowed to be. You're allowed to be hurt. And I and I think that that person, whether their intention was to hurt or not, I think a true apology. I learned this in therapy. I came to this conclusion in therapy. A true apology is when you truly understand and you are sorry, despite if it was your intention. Yeah. So no backhanded. It wasn't. I didn't mean to hurt you, but I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, but no, like I, understand. I fucked up. I am sorry. And a lot of times that that just we talked about this recently. Yeah, yeah. That like that heals it. That cures it. So for even just that fact alone, be it's not even being the bigger person. It's sympathizing and and empathizing with your friend. Yeah. And Does so you, it cure it though? 
Well, for uh, I know for me it does, and I know for, for me you it, it does. does. For me it does. I'm just wondering if it if it if that's the case for everybody though. I don't know. It may not be, and I and I think that we can only speak for ourselves. We can only speak for ourselves, mm-hmm. but also. I think that if you you give a sincere apology and it doesn't change things for you and your friend, I think that you just got to give it some time and space yeah. because you never know. Yeah, sometimes it, people have to like, go through their own their own thing. And like thing. you like you just told me, like you were upset that I didn't come to your to your birthday party, but you didn't say it at the time. Yeah, and even though maybe I was picking up on that vibe, we got through yeah, it we got through it perfectly and it, and, fine and like, you decided <laughs> right you decided yeah like like a pasta oh, oh, yeah. yes, this is my italian friend um okay um you decided you weren't going to say anything and i decided i wasn't going to ask you because i felt like okay if uni wanted to tell me she would right and that was that and we got through it. Yeah. And look, we can talk about it today. <laughs> today. To this day. And there's no cattiness. there's nothing. Like, that's no negative. There's understanding energy to and it love. At all. Right. No negativity. Because also, you have to, you also have to think about just how much that person provides and brings into your life. Mm-hmm. And so, like we said, unless it's a really huge thing. What's that? Is that greater than right. the, the issue? Right. Than your friendship. So I think... Yeah, we got into some... We got into some things. Stuff. You know? I think something else that really sticks with me, too, with my female friendships is... So I grew up with three sisters. So I grew up with this great female energy and um, oh, yeah. my parents saying, you're going to be friends with each other. They do not speak like, you like that. It or not. <laughs> but I volunteer for this organization. I really want to give them a shout out. It's yes. called Girls on the Run. And they have their own individual chapters all over the country and in Canada. So they are an international organization. But I specifically volunteer. Uh, it's been a while. Sorry, Girls on the Run, New York City, but I talk about you all the time, and I started volunteering with a, a close girlfriend of mine, mm. and we volunteered for Girls on the Run, New York City chapter, and what I love about this organization, uh, their mission is to teach girls life skills through the venue the avenue of running Mm -hmm. so there is a curriculum involved with this and at the end of this curriculum of their practice running and activities they run a 5k for fun and it is one of the most inspiring things you'll ever see and the most girl power female energy support you, yeah. You'll ever see. And my uh, my elevator pitch to those people that ask me about Girls on the Run is, you know, I say it's what I just said. Uh, it's an organization that teaches life skills through the platform of running. And my personal favorite thing about this organization is that it teaches girls to be on each other's team, to lift each other up, to work together, specifically girls working together. Yeah. Because I think we're... We are raised in a society where we are put against each other. Nobody wins when the family feuds. 
Exactly. Who said that, Yunes? Uh, Is that just, just an old common, fork, just an, fork folk? An old folklore, folklore saying that's been happening. <laughs> Nobody wins when the family feuds. And I think you no. can say that for women yeah. as well. For people, but especially but women on our teams, where we're told we're, we're told you're gonna not get along, and you have to fight each other, and you have to be catty, and and you have to step on people to get to reach the top. No, no, absolutely not. And I think I remember we had a conversation where we said, "How do we change? How do we change um, the misconceptions and and the behaviors of of, women, of cattiness?" Yeah, and it starts with education, and I think that's. Girls on the Run is doing that. Girls on the Run is doing that. And it can be through anything. It can be through music. Music, sports. um, Creating anything. Yeah. Using anything. anything, Whatever. Whatever. um, Knitting. (laughs) Knitting dates from our last episode. Paint and wine. (laughs) Just kidding. We are not having. You get what we're trying to say. But educating our girls uh, from a young age and saying hey that girl over there she's going to be your friend she's going to be there for you and learning how to be leaders together uh, how to work as a group how to uh, the other thing that the girls learn is how to stick to a schedule or a routine and how to get through it together and at the end they run this 5k and it's just such a big celebration of their hard work beautiful it's great. We can volunteer for the next one together. Yeah. Cool. If you want. Yes. Well, uh, so now it's time for that, our favorite for that segment. little segment. Dear Men. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I feel like we need to have some, let's come up with a little jingle for this. Oh, we will. We will. Next time we'll have a jingle and we're going to have a special guest on our next episode. So, so stay tuned for that. So stay exciting. tuned. He's going to help us come up with a jingle for this, <laughs> which I think is fitting. If he feels like it. <laughs> he will. Um, okay. Dear men, what do we got, Uni? In lieu of our topic of friendships, dear men, we want to see you thrive in healthy friendships, whether it's male or female. Right. We want to see who are your friends? Who do you surround yourself yeah, who by? Who do you surround yourself with? And be cool with that. Are they assholes? Are they dicks? Are they misogynist? If so, bye. bye. You don't got this. <laughs> you don't got this. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Try again. Yeah. We um we want you to show us your your friends and in terms of if you're dating someone, this goes back to our red yeah. flags episode. You know, we us ladies, we keep tabs on on who are those people that you surround yourself with and how exactly. do you build your relationships and what do your relationships and your friendships look yeah. like? Yeah, or how are you treating your friends because if you're not treating your friends with respect, you're not going to treat your lady with or respect. Or if or if their friends are they're in friendships where their friends are not being so nice. Exactly. What does that mean? I I have a really good friend who is in a really great, beautiful relationship, and they had a lot of trouble with her partner's group of friends. And, you know, they went through it, and they had to work through it. Wow. And, 
Yeah, and it was really the relationship. Those, the two of them were great, and it was other people bringing negativity into their into their relationship, mm-hmm. and that can be really hard. So, yeah. dear men and women and mm-hmm. all people, and also dear men, embrace your if you do have a significant other, embrace, embrace their friends right. and try to get to know their friends. Get to because that's important. And too. truly, I. My um, dear friends, they're getting married this summer, this August, and this was one of the first. They've been together for uh, many, many, many years. Um, Hey, Aaron, I know you're listening to this because you always tell me you're listening to this. Um, Her fiancé was one of the first um, significant others of my friends that I hung out with him me and him and it was my birthday actually and and my girlfriend was out of town and so her boyfriend at the time now fiance came and hung out with me still and we have our own relationship we have our own mm. friendship that is so cool and i know I that he like i know that he cares about me yeah and i feel like that's also part of building communities like say if you end up having like children and and families and you want to bring your kids around people that you love and trust, and that's part of that. That's also building those relationships as well. Because they need to see that they need to see female friendships, and they need to see male and female male friendships, and, and they need to see male and male friendships. And that goes back to that are real educa- and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and educating our youths on what are healthy relationships look like. Mm-hmm. Also, dear men, don't, this goes back to, this is kind of for everyone as well in terms of how do we stop these myths and behaviors, real behaviors that aren't doing women any good. Don't engage, and I already said this, I think, don't engage or encourage this catty behavior. If you see it happening, you know, if you're call close enough, if you're close enough with that person, call it out. And have a conversation about it. Like, why is that happening? Exactly. And try to understand it. And if you're not close enough to that person, just don't don't add anything to fuel the fire. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it when I see men being like, "Oh yeah, get her, get her. Oh, she said that. Oh, she said, oh my god, oh, oh the, yeah, get her. It's like <laughs> the locker room. Oh my god. Yeah, knock it off. Knock it. Gross. Knock it off. All right, y'all. That wasn't too bad for dear men. No, that was great. We spared the men. That's those. We gave them gems. Please, yes. Not too bad. That was necessary. We gave you gems. <coughs> Absolutely. So thank you all for being here. Um, we're gonna leave um, a couple links for Headspace and Girls on the Run. If you want to check those things out, check and the notes. Check, check, check the notes. As check always. the notes. Check, check the notes. Sorry, I just <laughs> couldn't stop once I started. As always, we're so happy you decided to join us, and please continue listening and let us know. A lot of times, if you follow us on Instagram, we ask you guys for questions to answer some, some questions feedback. or give us questions and feedback. Please don't be afraid to reach out to us. We welcome you into our space, and we thank you. And we love you. And we love you. And as you now know, we're open. We are open communicators. So open, openly communicate. And I think we need to ask people to rate and review the podcast. Yes. Or those things help. Subscribe. Review. Review. And and share. And share. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.